Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. When we embark on the awakening journey through frequency work, there are a few key things that we have to do in order to rise in frequency resonance and experience the most change in our perception and the experience of our reality. Confirming the removal of the distortion patterns we release is one, and coming into coherence is another. We've spoken about both of these in previous episodes. Today, we're going to discuss another really important one. Without doing this third thing, we get stuck just spinning around at the same frequency resonance without really advancing. And after the discussion, we get to the most important part of this episode. The group frequency calibration at the end is where the frequency work happens and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that. Without releasing distortion patterns targeted by the GFC, the change you want will be more difficult to attain because you haven't addressed the root of the issue. So let's get started. Tia? So Karen, I like the name of this topic, mm -hmm. making the most of life. What do you specifically mean by that? Yeah, so um, it's funny. I've noticed that there are some people who start frequency work who um, try to stay away from life. Okay, so they start doing frequency work. They do it a lot. They do a lot of meditation, but it's like they resist being in life. Okay, they hold themselves away from it. And then they notice that things don't really change for them. Mm -hmm. But that's because the, the, you have to remember that life is like the physical embodiment. Yes, we're all embodied. Frequency work happens at frequency level, but it's in life that we have the opportunity to have friction. Now, nobody really wants friction, right? I mean, challenge doesn't seem that great, but that's where you get to see where your distortion patterns are. That's where you get to confirm the removal. If there's no friction, there's no confirming the removal. It's really hard. It's hard to learn, to grow, to transcend if everything is like this beautiful, like epic, like glowing, soft, nothing's happening contentment, right. yeah? I mean, I'm not saying that state is bad, it's great. But if you also don't go into life to have the challenge, then it's hard to really get the juice out of frequency work and for your frequency resonance to boy up. Because for a lot of these folks, what I've noticed happens is they stay spinning at the same frequency resonance. It doesn't matter how much frequency work you do because they're not confirming removal pattern. Mm -hmm. Like they're not, there's like a very basic tenet of mm -hmm. like how to move up in frequency work is confirming the removal. And you can only confirm the removal when you're in life and getting triggered and yeah. seeing your stuff. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And you can't be, it's harder. I mean, of course you can be accountable if you're withdrawn from life, but what is there? I mean, how much, how much is going on there? You know, but it's when you're in that pressure or that in that, um, in the fire of life really, and the exaltation of it and all of the glory of it and the messiness that that is when you get to have personal accountability because you see yourself react to it and you're like, Oh, Oh, I didn't know that that, wow. I, that's interesting that I just did that. There's that distortion pattern. Mm -hmm. This is what I do. This is how I control. This is whatever it is. So it's really important to make the most of life. Yeah. Kind of in a different sense. I know somebody who he avoids life um, in a different kind of sense. Like yeah. he'll go through periods where he'll just stop talking to everybody, mm -hmm. like cut ties with family, friends, go live in the woods by himself. And mm -hmm. then it's like, 
then he eventually has to come back and like say sorry. And it's like it's it is a way of avoiding. Yeah, this it's an avoidance pattern because yeah. even though it's not easy sometimes in relationship is when you see yourself. Exactly. Aren't, isn't that a mirror? Yeah, right? totally. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And um, it's interesting because with um, I've also had people do that same thing, but um, from like a less empowered place. So in the sense that they'll say things like, well, I just don't want to deal with lower frequency resonances. Like, I just can't handle the lower frequency resonance of this person or that place or this circumstance. And so my response, and it's not to be cold, but it's like, well, you need to strengthen. Because if they're triggering you to that point where, because they're of a lower resonance, that pushes you off center, you need to get stronger. Because quite frankly, if you do frequency work, a number of people will be lower in frequency resonance than you. And likely, unfortunately, like you'll be challenged by them more to become stronger so that you aren't pushed off center. Life is kind of ironic that way, you know? Mm -hmm. It'll challenge you mm -hmm. <laughs> even when you don't want to be challenged. But the thing is, it's like, well, why are they pushing you off center? Like, why do you not want to deal with them? Why do you want to be in avoidance? If you're really internally strong and complete and whole, you can just be with it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're just with it. It's just happening. It's, it's just there's that holding. neutrality piece again. A exactly. Bit. Yeah. 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 So it's to, and that's kind of a form. Sometimes people who are doing frequency work for a while will kind of fall into that spiritual arrogance a little yeah. bit. Mm -hmm. It's like I'm better than because my frequency resonance is higher. I'm like, well, if it's really that high, it really shouldn't put you off center. Right. Honestly. So let's make a, a distinction between someone who is doing the spiritual arrogance, like mm -hmm. I'm better than I can't handle, mm -hmm. and then somebody who's choosing a certain. Um, choosing certain people because totally. they're holding their space or something. Yeah. It, let's make it. Yeah. Just, yeah. So thank you for making it. Yeah. 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 So there's spiritual arrogance, which the, the, the nexus of that is I'm better than. Okay. Okay. As your frequency resonance rises, you'll notice that you're different from other people. And you may not want to hang out with them, but it's not because you're better than them. It's just because it's not as pleasurable for you. It's not as enjoyable. You don't want to, there's certain dynamics that you don't really need to participate in or mm -hmm. whatever that, or just those different kinds of people will fall out of your life and just higher naturally, naturally. Like you're not even choosing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, you'll just fall out of touch. Like people fall out of touch all the time. Yeah. So those people will fall out of, you'll fall out of touch with them. Mm -hmm. Right. And uh, different people will come in or no people will come in for a little bit mm -hmm. as you establish more sense of self and a stronger, um, firmer sense of completeness. Some of us need that, you know, okay. this sense of like, Oh wait, I'm not really sure who I am because I'm always defining off of other people. Yes. So sometimes you go through a period where you're not with that many people so that you can learn who you are, mm -hmm. like define internally, mm -hmm. right? To have that own sense of strength. So from that perspective, it's not like you're better than, you're just in this period where you're like, I just don't feel compelled to be with other people. I'm defining I'm, myself yeah, more. Yeah, I'm defining myself I'm, more. I'm just doing the work or yeah. I'm exploring who I am right. or whatever it is that you want to call it. It's fine. But and, there's not that arrogance. Yeah, and the difference is if that kind of person were to come in contact with someone of lower resonance, mm -hmm. it would just be like, okay. Yeah. Versus like, oh, I can't handle, handle that. Yeah. I'm I'm separating myself. So, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's okay. none of that happening. Good. Yeah. yeah. And it's more like you can just um, if somebody, like you said, or the person who's in that space, you actually notice the frequency resonance of the other people around you. And you're like, oh, wow, I haven't seen this person for ages, right? Mm -hmm. And you see them again. And you're like, I used to be where they are. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it's not that, like, oh, my God, now I'm so awesome. And, oh, my God, I'm so awesome. You know what I mean? <laughs> At the same time. like Because it's not what I mean by the second point of, like, I am so awesome. is you notice the gloriousness that you are, mm -hmm. right? And But it's not from an ego standpoint of, like, I'm better than you. 
Right. Right. There's no comparison. It's just like I've progressed a lot compared to me. Right. 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 Uh, what you're doing is really what you're doing. <laughs> that's great. Whatever you're doing. Right. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's a, it's a slightly different stance. And so I feel like um, if there's a point where you are more quiet and more selective about who you want to be with, because you feel like when you come together with the people that you choose to, it's like everyone rises up and everyone feels good. Right. That's great. And if you want to be less with people who you feel a little bit more taxed out of that, okay, well, you're learning to hold your space and you just don't want to engage with that as much, right? right. It's not like you're better than you just don't necessarily want it. You know Beautiful I mean? distinction. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. So, And I think too, this brings in the point for me of what you've mentioned before is this veil of forgetting. Mm -hmm. Like we came here yeah. to be humans. We came yeah. here, we agreed to this veil of forgetting. Yeah. And we came here to learn and remember our brilliance. And mm -hmm. we can only do that through life. Yes. Being a human. Yes. And there's so much, um, you know, a lot of people who start on this on their awakening journey will begin because they have a lot of pain. So they're trying to like trying to push away from life, right? Because it sucks. There's a lot of trauma out there. I'm not yeah. belittling it, okay? Yeah. Some people go through some really hard stuff, okay? So but they want to like exit, right? They want to go home. They want to like, whatever it is, they want to like exit the pain, which I can understand. And you'll notice that the more your frequency resonance rises, the more you have gratitude for the human experience. Okay. Because you're not as enmeshed in it. Does that make sense? Because you now have the perspective of the big S self, right? The self-identified from spirit, not just the ego mind self that can be embroiled in drama and emotion and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But you can have an appreciation for it. You're like, wow, look at all the stuff that gets to be experienced. You know, it's not necessarily pleasurable, but it's kind of cool, you know, in its intensity and its yes. beauty and its humanness. Yes. And you can appreciate that even at the same time as you have the experience of this isn't maybe not like, I don't love this experience. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And there's this like, wow, it's kind of amazing at this. You know what I mean? You're having both at the yeah, same time. Yeah, because there's always ebbs and flows. Like, yes. There's, there's some very, very negative people who only, only mention the the ugliness of life, yes. which of course exists, but it's like, well, what about all the beautiful beauty? What about creating yeah. and art and music and yeah. whatever gets you or yeah. being in that flow state? Yeah. Like there's so many cool things. Oh, absolutely. That you, spirit of course, I think is always just enlightened or whatever, yeah. Yeah. but to be a human, we get to touch things and yeah. taste things and, and things that you can't do as a spirit. Exactly. So yeah. it's honoring that. Yeah, totally. And there's something like totally awesome about getting to be embodied like really truly like people as much as the embodiment can be painful and i and i get it like to be embodied is actually something that is advanced because it takes a lot to create density so i've mentioned this before right most things is nothing right so if you ask a scientist 99.999 whatever right. nothing of an atom or yeah, whatever, whatever. Yeah. it's nothing it's the void yeah. 0. 0.000 whatever one or whatever is matter. is matter. You are choosing to experience matter in a very significant way. That is actually an advanced thing. So you get to have this experience of all of these senses of these emotions, these thoughts, these ideas that were finite, that were separate and blah, blah, blah. And you get to transcend it. That is amazing, mm -hmm. you know? And um, then of course, there's this thing, you know, with humans when we see that in others. Yeah. right and then you get to witness that in someone else and that's spectacular yeah. right so all of that um that human stuff i think is really what is so beautiful you know 
in life. And so it's to make the most out of it, like to be in life, mm -hmm. to not just be in this like trying to remove yourself so nothing hurts you, nothing touches you, right. nothing, whatever. It's like, yeah, but you know, you're missing it. Like get in there and enjoy it because yes. that's where you're going to have the growth and that's where you're going to overcome. And then that's when you can confirm the removal of that trauma that's suffering. And then and it, really shine. And shine. And yeah. it goes away. And it's yeah. funny, you know, I had this uh, woman write in about coherence mastery. And she was saying that, you know, she's in her 70s. And it was really cool because she's like, you know, I've been learning from all these different teachers and I've been taking little grains. But this is the first time that when I look at my life, I see all the patches of magic and beauty, not just suffering or survival or whatever. She says, I see both. And now I see more of the magic because I can see why it was like needed for me to have that experience. Right? Mm -hmm. But I see it from a different perspective because she's cultivating the big S self. Yeah. So I thought, oh, that's so spectacular. Like, mm -hmm. what a gift. Mm -hmm. You know, at 75 to be like, wow, I look at my life now and I see. She's like, I can barely remember what it used to be like. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> big S self, neutrality. Yeah. Remembering your brilliance. Yeah. yeah. That's all part of it. Yeah. I think of, not to be cheesy, but I think of that, the whole story of the growth of the lotus flower. Yeah. You know, it has to go through that muck, Mud, yeah. mucky muck of the pond in order to be the, the brilliant. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. There's, there's a lot of, lot of things to enjoy in life. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. For those of you who are new, we're just about to start the GFC. This is the most important part of this episode because it's where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. So I invite you to settle in and get comfortable. You can sit, stand, or lie down. Or if you prefer to walk around slowly, you could even do that too. If during the GFC you find that you start falling asleep, even if you didn't feel tired when you started, just let yourself drift off. That just means that the frequencies are really high and it's more efficient for you to be asleep to integrate them. If this happens, it's good to listen to the GFC portion again a few times until you can stay awake for the whole thing. That's how you'll know you've integrated those higher resonating frequencies. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations. And many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. If you happen to be listening to the audio version of this episode, please definitely do not drive while listening to this. Okay, here we go. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration for making the most of life. All right, bringing your attention to your body. And as you bring your attention to your body, please become aware of the backs of your knees. Noticing what they're touching, whether they're warm or cold. Try or like slightly damp with a little sweat. Just noticing the backs of your knees. 
Good. And now please become aware of the nape of your neck. Noticing not only the feeling of your hair against your neck, if your hair is longer, or noticing the feeling of the air if your hair is shorter. Also becoming aware of such details as the fine little hairs that are on the back of your neck. Good. And now please become aware of your breath. Without changing it at first, just becoming aware of it as it is without change or without changing it, I should say. How is your breath right now in this moment? Good. And then when you're ready, allowing your breath to elongate, to slow down and become deeper. Noticing how deep into your body your breath can drop. Good. And now please become aware of your surroundings. Becoming aware of the smells around you. So we adapt to smell very quickly, so we don't notice it. It's almost like you have to pick up on the smells around you as though you're entering the room for the first time. So you may smell the smells of things close to you, like the smell of your shampoo or the smell of your laundry detergent. And perhaps you notice slight mustiness, perhaps the smell of cooking coming through a crack under the door, or the smell of the air outside coming in through a window. Noticing the smells around you. Excellent. So for those of you who are new, you're going to uh, blink your eyes open in order to triangulate. Now, for those of you who are more experienced and you prefer to keep your eyes closed for this, please go ahead and, and do what works for you. 
For those of you who are new, becoming triangulation is becoming aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you. What those inanimate objects are is not important. What you are going to notice is the distance between each object and you, and then feel the distance. So let's imagine that the desk is about seven foot away from you. You're going to notice the distance between the desk and you, and then feel the distance between the desk and you. And you're going to do the same thing for objects B and C. And you'll notice that as you do this, your sense of where you are in space will clarify, come into more focus. become more present for you. Good. For those of you who completed triangulating, bringing your attention, please, to your xiphoid process. Okay, so your xiphoid process is right at the base of your sternum. Your sternum is that big, thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. If you trace your finger along the length of your sternum to the base, where it goes from bone to flesh, it's a little bit tender if you were to press on that spot. That's your xiphoid process. Okay, so bring your attention right there. In addition to the midpoint of your solar plexus. So your solar plexus is between your belly button and your xiphoid process. So just finding the midpoint in that space. Okay, so you're going to become aware of these two points separately. If it's helpful to put a finger or a hand on each of these points to help with your focus, please go ahead and do that. And if it's only distracting, then don't do it. Okay, just do what works. Good. We're going to take a nice deep breath here together. Inhaling holding your breath for a count of five. And then whenever you're ready, releasing the breath at the speed and intensity you prefer, and then holding your breath out for a count of four. Breathing normally whenever you've completed that one long breath. And as you are completing that breath, Please know that I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level. And that I often work in silence. So if you don't hear me, I haven't gone anywhere. It's just that I'm 
often when when I'm working in silence, I'm working with much higher level frequencies. And if I were to make physical noise, it would only drop that frequency resonance, which does not benefit you. You will also hear me make sound. So you will hear me yawn or hum or exhale sharply. And that's just how, for now anyway, I tend to release distortion patterns that are stickier or heavier or more entrenched. Not always, but often. Yeah. Good. And for those of you who are new, if I say something that really resonates with you, it's likely yours. And if I say something you really resist, it's also likely yours. So I invite you to remain open and to examine further. Good. Now that the mastermind has coalesced, we're going to go ahead and ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And for those of you who are new, that question again is, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the space, the center of your body. And as you become aware of this surprisingly vast space, imagining or becoming aware of a brilliance at its very center that you either see or feel. And because you have your attention on it, this brilliance gets brighter and intensifies. And as it does so, it expands outwards through all of your cells through your organs, through your bones, out through your flesh and your muscles, radiating out through the pores of your skin into the space between your physical body and your spirit body which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. Becoming very aware or imagining the brilliance within the sphere.
Good. And now please become aware of the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this infinite space, I'm working on you at spirit or frequency level to increase your frequency resonance. This is one of the most important things we do together because how high your frequency resonance is determines everything from what your reality looks like, how you perceive it, how much distortion you can release, and how quickly you can integrate. Very good. So for a lot of you, the vast majority of you, um, what can happen is there's a story created. It's a thought form from the mind. It's an attachment to that story okay, about what it means to be awake, what it means to be on the spiritual path. And that takes you out of the present moment, and the unfolding of life. And it's ironic, because it's in the, that unfolding, in that present moment, that we can have the most awakening. But our thoughts and our stories uh, distort us and keep us from entering that very thing that we yearn for. So let's release these stories here and attachment to these stories, which is even more heavy. For a small subgroup of you, uh, we have some spiritual arrogance going on here. Okay. Where um, it's become part of your identity to be better than someone spiritually. Or it makes you feel better when you feel like you are better than someone else spiritually. Okay, it's just a replacement for any other thing that your ego mind makes up as, as making you feel worthy, liked, loved, accomplished, successful, etc. Okay? It's usually over somebody else. It's usually relational. When it comes to the ego mind, so just releasing all this, it's quite a bit.
Good. Bringing your attention into the center point of your solar plexus, which is between your belly button and the base of your sternum. So this center point is very important. This is um, where the zero point of space is for the vast majority of us. It's what helps us feel and be more centered in our bodies, more stable and aware of our spatial coordinate. So we'll do a whole episode on spatial coordinate in the future. But for now, pulling you more into this zero point of space and time. This will help you actually be a more present. Instead of just wanting to be, you'll actually just experience it. So being in the zero point of space in time is really critical for um, making the most of life. So you can have the awareness of what's happening without being so attached to it, being able to see clearly where your distortions are, being able to be aware of where the growth is, even though it may not feel so good in the moment. Okay, so this is an internal strengthening. In addition to... Um, uh, helping you stabilize into an access point that's very important okay, for co-creation, for holding your space. For holding your authority. So, meaning, and this would be over your own space, just so you're aware. So, helping you with this. Good. Yeah. Yeah, bring your attention, please, to the xiphoid process. Yep. So we're just releasing this distortion pattern of resistance to discomfort with, for some of you, anxiety about experiencing life. 
Okay. Some of you, it feels overwhelming. So, and then making the most out of it. So there's a resistance to being in life. Okay. You'd rather, um, escape. So just releasing this. Bring your attention, please, to the xiphoid process at about three inches or seven centimeters just beneath it towards the belly button. We're going to clear out your pain body because and reset it, actually. It only takes a couple of seconds, but we're doing this because your pain body has a memory and it remembers you before all this work was done. So it makes integration harder and stickier than it needs to. So we'll just take a couple of seconds to... Help things smooth out. Good. This brings us to the end of this session. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. It's my sincere hope that you benefit profoundly from this series, which is why I spend so much of my time and personal resources creating these as my gift to the world. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, it's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this one session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support.